Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble and gentle and never would do anything mean to his players GM, Daniel Anderlecht. And with me today is Alex Finn. I, I think my son is still in my bed. Like, I, I thought it was going to be a goof and he was going to run back into this room and be like, I'm going to watch a record. No, he's still in bed. Mm. Good for him. I know. Stace Babcock. I wish I was still in bed. Yeah, it's 9.52 p.m. <laughs> and Samson Davis. God damn, it feels so good to complete a video game. What'd you complete? I just today finished the like story mode for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. So mm. I just have some like quests to finish up. The ending of the story was pretty meh, but it just feels so good to like be able to play a video game and then complete it. Yeah. Yeah, and now, it's a good feeling. And now after I do some cleanup missions, I'm going to set it down. Probably never play it again. You're not going to one-hundo it? Uh, no. There's, like, some hunting missions that seem tedious. Fair. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't. But it feel, it's going to feel so good to put down a video game and not feel guilty that I'm not using something that I paid money for. Because I already used it. I got my money out of it. Aha! That mm-hmm. guilt us now. When's the last time that you felt like that? Uh, last time I felt like that was probably in, I think, September. Because I just saw my Steam replay. I think September I finished the uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake DLC. Mm, oh, I need to do nice. that. It doesn't take very long. I thought it was going to take a whole weekend. It took like a Saturday afternoon. That's not a long DLC. I think the prequel came out. Oh, Crisis Core? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks good. I'm glad people are enjoying it. It just it looks up. so pretty. Like, I'm in it for the pretty boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know. It's true. I did try and summon <laughs> Satan to send me more. Do you know what else is pretty and can bring you to completion? <laughs> <laughs> is it dice? You rascal. You yes. hooligan. <laughs> I don't know about bringing me to completion, but Die Hard Dice does have some pretty dice. You go over there and find gorgeous metallic dice, rainbows, primary colors, other colors that exist. You can find also acrylic dice of equal beauty and also they're lighter or whatever. And also, we have a set of acrylic dice, I assume, or at least we did. And if you missed it, oh, I'm sorry. Just going to have to try better next time. But anyway, if you do find dice that strike your fancy, you should buy them. And use our code EXPLORESWANTED at checkout, and you can get those pretty dice for 10% off. You get pretty dice for cheaper. You also support the show, and we love that. So do it. And if you can't do it, tell a friend to do it. You don't need to listen to the podcast to support us. Please do that, but you don't have to. If you could, that'd mm-hmm. be nice. They still get a discount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Stace. All right. Turns out due to the mandible sitch, the foundry put Nyx into special quarantine where she spoke to a rolling ball orb about her surgical or other medical intervention options, none of which were good with good chances or cheap. And so after spending a long time, a lot of playtime on hold with... Customer service representatives, Nix declined the surgery and they're like, enjoy your time in quarantine and rolled away. And while that was going on, Dilly met some weird synth man in the forge who was like, hello, fellow engineer. And (laughs) it seemed to be like kind of awkward. But dude man did say everything is okay as long as the void is contained. And Dilly and Chacha... We're like, well, this whole core thing's super important, but we're going to go find Nyx, which is just like the mark of true bros. And so they finally leave to go find Nyx and see that the void has entered through the hole Nyx created in the side of the hallway and seems to be bisecting it. And probably something else happened. That's all I got on my notes, though, guys. Played around with the void. Time cube? Time cube interfering with Aster? Nope, weren't here for that one. All right. Um, I may have been here. (laughs) <laughs> but were we here, here? Yeah, so we're pretty sure the time cube was fucking with Aster's signal, and then a tentacle happened upon us from the void. Ah, uh, and that's where we ended the episode. Yeah, pretty much. This Dilly doll has started charging the void, and the void doesn't seem to be paying attention to them, but Dilly, like, jumps out and stabs with his knife. And as soon as the knife hits the void, you can see this, like, almost crystallization of moisture across the blade and the dilly doll floats in the center of this gap tumbling what's the tentacle doing the tentacle to succeed in reaching cha-cha is going to reach for dilly oh dilly please make a 21 speed defense oh all right one level of speed effort to bring that to an 18 my boots aren't on so fuck should have used up all those 20s. That's a five. Okay. Do you want to use your probability engine? You know what? On a five, yeah, I think I do. That seems like it would be a terrible idea. That's a 15. Still fails. Okay. Could you roll depletion for me? That's 1d100. 96. I thought it was the other way. This tentacle gets Dilly. So, Dilly, you will take six points of my damage. Damn. Ow. And you are currently restrained. Cool. Um, as in I can't, like, move, or can I still, like, do actions? You can do things, you just can't move until you escape. Gotcha. Dilly and Cha-Cha roll initiative. Bum, bum, bum. 17. Okay, Seven. Nix, you are standing on the sledge. You have just refused the offer of financial aid or other treatments, and this orb has rolled away from you. You can go back to climbing. Where's the light? Okay. Like a moth. Well, moths don't climb. <laughs> okay. This next ledge is about 50 feet up. So I would say this is going to be a climb roll of 18. You've got a grappling hook that, that brings it down to a 15. You've got training, which brings it down to a 12. So a six with her my edge. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is another 19, and I gotta say, this is one of those few times, not every time, but Die Hard Dice sent me a freebie, this metal die. Ooh. Thank you. Thank you for the 19s, Die Hard Dice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're definitely going to climb up to the next level. What would you propose as a minor effect? Uh, 
gosh. The problem with getting minor effects is you gotta pick them. Accelerated climbing. Maybe the next one can be another couple of ledges. Does Nick see a potential way out of here? Well, I mean, you could climb up farther to the next level. There's a staircase here. Or there is a door in front of you that appears to be locked and sealed. Yeah, I think for minor effect, probably see an asset to get through that locked door. Okay. It's definitely locked. So this is going to be, at a base level, probably a 18 difficulty. You've got an asset, so that brings it down to a 15. You can suggest what skills or pools you think apply. Is it a keyhole type of, of lock? Yes. Although you're aware that that keyhole is mostly a metaphor. Yeah, it looks like a keyhole. Nyx will try to use a shaper key in the keyhole to generate a key. I'll give you an additional two assets in this. Nice, that makes it a 12, right? Mm-hmm. And you could argue either speed or intellect. I would argue speed. <laughs> okay. Um, two levels of speed effort. Okay, so that makes it a six. Well, that's a four, so... Yeah, so you try, unless you're going to spend the next pay to reroll or anything like that. I want to be tier six so bad. I guess I'll just let Nyx die in quarantine instead. <laughs> you attempt to unlock the door, and something like one of the tools that you're using to try to unlock it seems to jam in the lock. And you think that lock might actually be harder to unlock now. How much harder? Let's say a level of hindrance. Okay. Nyx will try again. Can she also be super confident this time? <laughs> okay. So that brings it back down to a six. Okay. Let's go. Eighteen. Okay. You unlock this door. It opens for you, and you can see what looks like a corridor in front of you. Like a corridor that goes to the right and left. She peers left. She peers right. Does she see anything of note? One thing you notice is that as you're trying to reach in and peer left and right, you feel this like weird pull upward, like gravity is not the same in this corridor. Like when you're looking left and right, you're really, you are looking left and right, but like, like as if you're reaching in from the ceiling to look in. Oh, interesting. Next, we'll try to gracefully drop down to what appears to be the floor of the hallway from the ceiling. Okay. Given that you're tier five, not a problem. You easily loop yourself around and land steadily on your feet since you looked first. Nice. Once inside, there's there's no particular like scuffing, signs of recent travel, differentiation in color. I use trained or specialized navigation. Trained. Okay, so that'll be a six then. Unless you want to spend effort. Uh, no. It's a two. Okay, I had to brag on it. I had to brag on it. <laughs> I did this to myself. Yeah. So, because you are a confident glaive, that is a GM yes. intrusion. Oh, shit. 100% the direction to go is to your left. Okay. Next goes left. It feels wrong. It feels weird. But something's just telling her this is the way to go. Yeah. That itching and almost tickle in your right cheekbone grows stronger. Oof. Nick scratches it idly. It's weird. You can almost feel something moving underneath your skin. Not this shit again. Back to Dilly and Cha-Cha. Dilly, you've been grappled by the Senegal. <sighs> I guess Dilly will try to escape. One escape, please. So that'll be a 21 micro. Uh, 
Can I have my PP gun? My PP gun. Sorry. I wrote down PP gun. My character sheet. Can I have my PP gun as an asset to like kind of shoot the tentacle as I try to escape? If you're using the pew pew gun to try to escape something grappling you, that's probably actually a hindrance. Damn. All right. Two levels of might efforts to bring it to a 15. Mm-hmm. 13. Okay. It continues to hold onto you unless you want to try to <sighs> use an XP or your probability engine. Uh, uh, no, I only have one XP. I'll save that. Okay. You'll take four my damage. Next up is Cha-Cha. Tilly is gripped by the void. It is like a hentai anime gone wrong. All right. Oh, as opposed to going right. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely going wrong. You've seen Dilly's bleeding a little bit as Dilly is now debilitated. I mean, that could still be right for some people. I'm just saying. I don't want to talk to those people. (laughs) So here's the question. If Chacha shot the tentacle gripping Dilly, would that give Dilly an asset to escape his next turn? If you wanted to use your turn applying that, yes, you could. That's what I want to do. You wouldn't have to roll for it. It would just happen. I'm going to do that because I feel like that's the best choice Okay. But it doesn't get pulled into the void? Dilly. Yeah, so Dilly, you feel the tentacle pulling you towards the void. Mm-hmm. You're definitely going to take four of my damage. Would you like to resist the pull? Um, if I can, I would love that. So that might defense roll of 21. Well, um, is it my turn? Is this happening on my turn, or is this a uh, tentacle's turn? On your turn. On my turn, okay. On my turn, I is it an action to have Aster take over? Can Aster take over? Is the interference still too much? Let's say Aster is taking over because you were outside of the interference. Okay, cool. And for the moment, Dilly is not debilitated. So Dilly erupts in shadow. All right, then Aster is going to try to escape the tentacles. How would you like to do that? So 21 might roll to start with. It just depends on... Aster's going to use the shadow claws to try to like rip through the tentacles, holding Dilly. Hmm. Okay. So I'll give you an asset on that, which makes it an 18. Don't have a lot to play with. Two levels of might effort to bring it to a 12. 11. Mm. Come on. Do you want to spend an XP or do you want to use your probability engine? I'm going to spend an XP. I'm already tier 6. I don't need it. Exactly. Ah. Well. (laughs) 14. Astra slashes with his flavor his shadow claws and cuts the tentacle and it loosens its grip and you get free. Right. Next up is Cha-Cha. Your dolls incidentally are just standing there staring at you. Doll Dilly probably still in the void. Oh yeah. Yeah, Doll Dilly's in the void but the other two dolls are staring at you. The Astro doll is slowly starting to move around a little bit more. Did we put Astro doll in the baby Bjorn? I think so. He was Bjorn. Sorry, part of me is just like, what if Chacha stuck her ghost hand into the void, but then the other part of me is just like, it seems like the void is made out of, you know, dry ice, so that might still not be a great idea. Dude, you should mutate the void. (sighs) (laughs) Actually, maybe save that for like a last, a Hail Mary, just like... We could try it with the tentacle, but like, what if she mutates it and it gets spikes? while holding Dilly. 
What if it turns into marshmallows? Fair question. They're all good questions and good what ifs. Okay, she's got to turn to the dolls and be like, okay, so um, it seems like Dilly's not doing great in this fight, so maybe support him, either physically or emotionally. And Jaja's going to shoot a bullet into the void, like with her pee gun. Okay, so you're going to shoot at it, not try to mutate it. For now, like, we, we need to have, like, a certain perimeter before we mutate. Okay, so it is a 21 to hit, since your pew-pew is a light weapon, it is an 18. Joke's on you, I got an 18. Okay, you hit it for 4 damage. It doesn't like that. I would assume so. Next up is the void. It is going to reach its tentacle towards Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha, please make a 21 speed defense roll. We're going to use two levels of effort again, yeah. So that makes it a 15. And I got a 15. Okay, you manage to just barely dodge as this tentacle reaches for you. Next up is Dilly. Aster is going to activate the speed boots this turn. Okay, speed boots are activated. Next up is the dolls. They charge at the tentacle. Dilly doll is still floating. The cha-cha doll tries to hit it and misses. The Nyx doll tries to bite at it and misses. And... Cha-Cha evens rods. I'll say even. Stace, roll die. Tell me if you get even rod. Ooh, that's a nine. Oof. The Nyxdal accidentally tries to bite the tentacle, but instead bites Dilly. Oof. Those are nails. So, Dilly, that'll be four damage. Holy shit. Don't love that. And Cha-Cha, it's now your turn. I can't... So, this is going to be a weird idea, but... Stick with me, because stick with me. I know Chacha has a healing ability. <laughs> so what if trying to pull Dilly out of the void while healing? And there, I don't think that would apply. I love the creativity, but I don't think it would apply in this case. Damn. Okay, so it's not in this. Well, I'm trying. I'm also trying to look up the skills so we know exact. Because I know you needed physical contact for it to work. Oh, yeah, that's the regeneration thing, and you need, like, a round of contact per certain amount. Yeah, and I just know that, like, he's... Dilly's not stuck in the void. No, he's not. No, you're just debilitated, and I would like to fix that. Because I am Aster, I am now only impaired. Oh, okay. Yeah, Aster stats gave me some boosts, so I was able to do stuff. Because Aster's the better version of Dilly. Wow. <laughs> Aster's more combat oriented, but he's not better. Uh, oh, yeah, it is regeneration. I think it's a rough one to use in combat. You can, but it's a rough one because it takes a while. I know, because it's one point per round. Oh. And I don't think Dilly's like, done his squats enough to like fight with Jajan is back. We're going to try and mutate the void. Dilly's like, clear of the void, right? Because he's Aster. Hmm. Then we're going to try and mutate the void. Okay, so if you're only trying to touch the void, you're not trying to necessarily do anything beyond because you really only need to touch the void for this to mm-hmm. happen. I'll give you an asset on that. So it is a 15. I'll give you two assets rather, so it's a 15. Not 20. Ooh. Okay, you're definitely going to be able to touch the void with your nature hand. Um, what would you propose as a major effect? Use the shocker. Sweet spot. <laughs> um, my brain just like broke a little. 
Trying to think of a good uh, effect. This could be dangerous. What if the void mutated you, and now you have a connection to the void? Ooh, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like th- through this connection, Chacha understands the void. Hmm. Mm. Give me a one d six. Got a three. Roll me a one d one hundred. Okay. Nice. Sixty-nine. Nice. Oh, nice. You feel something shift in your skin, and a lot of the residual heat in this area feels less valid, like you're part of a void, almost like the cold is a part of you. And Cha-Cha, you now have, when you're dealing with damage from fire, a plus three fire resistance in terms of armor. Oh, no. (laughs) That's very good for our pyromaniac. (laughs) Ooh, I'm gonna write this down. Next. So you follow the left for ways and you encounter a section of the corridor that has a note that says, I think this hand is mine and a blood stain on the ground and a gap of void eating away at the corridor. God damn it. <laughs> the void was kind of see-through, right? Can she see beyond the void? Mm-hmm. You can see beyond the void. There's a mental understanding that there is still darkness and lack of light there, but somehow you can still see beyond it. The void is maybe about six feet across here. Ooh. She doesn't see us on the other side of the void? No, she does not. Does Nyx hear anything? No. Just the general sounds of thunder and machinery in the distance. So Nyx will start to move away from the void, since she doesn't see or hear anything particular. Okay. So you're going down the corridor to the other side, and as you move that way... You come across another section that has a note in your handwriting about Dilly, see what you can do with this. Cha-Cha, don't take it. What? Oh, uh, Nick should remember which direction she needs to go in to get to that lab, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that the way she's going? No, it's the opposite way. Nick says, but... And, uh, she turns around to head back to the lab so she'll return to the void area. Hey, you return to the void area. It is there. What she would like to do is use her fleet of foot, and if that helps, and then give herself like like 20 feet of lead distance. She's going to put a first aid kit in one hand and ray flesh in the other, and she is going to run as fast as she possibly can and jump through the void. Okay. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Nervous laughter. (laughs) I'm in danger. (laughs) So the jump is pretty easy. You get two levels of might effort for Mm -hmm. free, right? So it's a gimme for you to get across the void. Can you give me a might defense roll of 15? Then this is considered part of the same action? It's a new action. This is the defense roll for what you're doing. You're going to get across no matter what. So might can apply? Or the edge can apply? So nine. She's going to try really hard. Does she get an asset from Fleet of Foot or not? Not in this case, no. This is my defense. Okay, I was thinking time in the void would help. She'll spend two more levels of effort to make it a three. Effort math is so hard. <laughs> Fifteen. You get across, you'll only take three points of my damage. It's armor help? No. Oof. It's all cold related. Well. You get to the other side, you feel like you've got a little bit of frostbite in your nose. Next, gently allows the flesh to rewarm using prescribed first aid methods up. No, so she uh, she continues onward. 
you continue onward and you find your way to another gap. So you find first the workshop that you remember where you eventually reunited with all your friends. And then beyond that, not that far away, you see another gap of void there. And on the other side, you can see your friends. And they seem to be dodging and fighting with a tentacle of void. How far is the gap? At this point, it's widened. So it is 10 feet. So Nyx will use jump attack to get, try to get through the gap and hit the tentacle. Okay. So since it's jump attack, I'll give you an, a bonus asset on that. Okay. So it's an 18 to start before anything else that you're going to apply from either skills, the ability, or effort. Nyx will also activate moving like water prior. Okay. So that's another asset. Is jump attack a movement? All of your attacks gain an asset for moving like water. Oh, yeah, for the but jumping if, part? But, yeah. mo- but activating moving like water requires your movement. She's not an initiative order yet. I guess that's true. Fine. <laughs> You've got moving like water activated. So that's an asset, and then you gave Nix an asset, so where are we at? 15. Okay. Her two levels of... Oh, no, this is... So yeah, she'll spend her two levels of might edge, mm-hmm. so that's a nine. Two more levels of might effort. That's 20. Fuck yes. Wow. Okay. You're definitely going to get across the gap for this attack, and you're definitely going to hit. Would you like a major effect or the extra damage? Extra damage. Let's fuck this thing up. Yes. Okay, so it'll be plus four on top of whatever the attack result is. So that is a... We'll say it starts at a 15 because you've got an asset. You've got moving like water. Okay, two more assets. One one more level of my effort. Yeah, so we're at a six. Nine. Okay, and your trip attack gives you plus two damage, right? Three additional points of damage and knock the foe prone. Okay, okay, so eight plus seven is 15 damage. So you come down and you slam on this tentacle, and it kind of, like, hits the ground and almost, like, slips away back towards the rest of the void. It was very dramatic. Nyx came down like superhero style with like her metal leg in the middle of the tentacle. Oh, shit. Yeah, and because you rolled so well, you only take five might damage from the cold. Staring out to the void. Amazing. Come flying out of there with a flying kick. Yeah, so from Dilly and Cha-Cha's perspective, you've just seen like you were battling with this tentacle and then all of a sudden Nyx came flying through the void and landed hitting this tentacle and forcing it to, like, flip away. Oh, nice. Excellent timing. Thanks, Aster. This is what Dal Chacha was saying all along. So, uh, what's up with you guys? Uh, the entire facility rumbles around. Should we you. run? Yes. I mean, maybe, yeah. Where To where? Is there somewhere that we should... Do you guys know of a place that we should run to? If you wish to complete your Bodrov Builder course, you need to go to the smelter first. That is what the engineer said. All right. Also, we need to, like, purify that fire in, in like, two days or less. Otherwise, I'm going to turn into a mandible monster. Aster, if that happens, I trust you to kill me. You're not the boss of me. I, that's, <laughs> that's the sentiment Aster would uh, communicate, but he would say something more like, that does not fall under the protectorate's guidelines or whatever. Kind of like a, we'll see. Well, I guess I'll trust you to kill me when I attack Dilly with my mandible face, Astor. I don't know why you're being so... I, guys, I've had a really rough day. I was on the like on hold with these orbs that were offering me financial aid for surgery. That seems like a scam. It felt like a scam. Should we 
get rid of the orbs? The Nyx doll comes over to you and says, I love I you. I love you too, little Nyx. You want to sit on my shoulder? It lifts its hands, asking for uppies. Yeah. Gives little Nyx uppies and uh, puts little Nyx on the old shoulder. Okay. You didn't happen to pick up a dilly doll while you were flying through the void, did you? Uh, no. D- is it out there? Somewhere. With a knife. Like, still within this void area? I don't see it. Oh, it is? Inside the hallway? It is. It's at a slightly different angle. All right. Give me one second, Aster. Next line up. I was just asking you don't... Oh. Do we need it or not? There is a layer of ice and frost across it. Nix is going to try to lasso it with her grappling hook, I yeah. think, actually. Ooh, I think that makes it a 15. The grappling hook, it'll be a 12. It's speed-based to try to catch it. Because you have to compensate for the change in gravity and how things operate in the void. Nix will spend enough speed effort to make it a gimme. Ooh, okay. So you manage to get your grappling hook around this dilly doll and pull it free of the void. It lands on the ground, mostly frozen through at this point. Oh, uh, there you go. Thank you. I will hold on to this. How does Dilly react to this doll being saved? And uh, <laughs> Dilly is internally rolling his eyes like, come on, man, get to the smelter. Dilly wants us to go to the smelter. You definitely get the impression, even as an observer inside the head, that there is, even though Astra wouldn't, admit it directly, there's a strong like, positive emotional reaction to the Dilly doll being saved. Mm. So as I said, Adilbrim wants us to go to the smelter. And also, Adilbrim needs an hour to rest once we get there. Oh yeah, me too. Alright, let's go. Okay. You guys follow the map to the smelter. You encounter this room that is exactly what you expect from a smelter there is. Glowing melted metal. There are strange chambers that are glowing with beams of light that kind of almost hurt to look at, like they're outside of what should be your visual spectrum, but you're forced to perceive them anyway. And there is a main console in front of you for interacting with the smelter. Is there a chair anywhere nearby? No. Aster's going to go to some sort of object that he feels confident can be leaned upon without something bad happening. Mm-hmm. And then he will give Dilly the wheel. Ooh, yeah. Dilly takes the wheel. And then Dilly collapses into... Yeah, Dilly collapses into uh, this object. Because Dilly is debilitated. <laughs> is So Dilly needs an hour rest before he can move. Is there anything that he can direct Cha-Cha and Nyx to kind of rep while resting? It would probably be easier to explain it to Cha-Cha. Nyx would require some effort to make it clear. Gotcha. Then Dilly will explain it to Cha-Cha, who, and hope that Cha-Cha can explain it to Nyx. Okay. What is Dilly trying to explain? I guess if this is a smelter, Dilly's going to try to walk Cha-Cha through just like, I guess, is, can we say there, there's like a preheating, preloading operation that needs to happen before the actual mm-hmm. stuff happens? So that's what... Yeah, so you could give her an asset on yeah. that. Dilly's still like, right, you see that big kind of cup thing? Mm. Hit the red button? And then the yellow button, and then wait. Then go over to this other thing with the different blocks. Do it in this sequence, kind of like it's a tree, all right? Go from root to branch to leaf. Does that make sense? Red, yellow, wait, root, branch, wait. Yes. So, Cha-Cha gets an asset to do this correctly with the machine. With that asset, 
And you are specialized in understanding human error, right? Yes. Okay, so that's a nine before any intellect effort. Oh, I got a 16. Okay. Dilly, while you are waiting over the course of that hour, the first of three esoteric ingredients has been synthesized. Ray. It's a form of IO that quivers and almost like folds around your hand when you hold it. Like it's almost wrapping around your fingers, but it's not sticky. It lets go immediately. But it's it's some sort of element that seems to respond to touch. Is it a flubber? We just make a flubber? Yeah. No. Ninth world flubber? I hate I hate saying no, but just flubber sounds too lame. <laughs> flubber is a classic. And that's what I'm gonna remember it as. It's more like those water tentacles in the abyss where they would like mimic faces and things like that. Water tentacles in the abyss. Oh, the movie The Abyss. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. And this is Io, correct? Yes. There are two other esoteric materials you need to produce here. All right. Then Daly will, once his rest is finished, mm-hmm. pick himself off, stretch, wipe the dry blood off of his face, and get to work on the other two. So the other two, assuming you're going to have Cha-Cha help. Yes. Because she went through this once before. This next one with all the training and assets is a 12. Okay, I bring that down to a 6 automatically. Is that including my training as well? No, not including your training. Right, then that's a 3 with my training. And I will roll for that. Alright, I'm going to use the probability cube. Okay, that's a 13. Thank God. So that'll do it. The next thing is a type of synth that almost, like... It's a little hard to look at. Like, its dimensions keep changing. It's definitely synth, but it almost, like, flows like a putty and gives off a faint vibration of energy. Okay. Put that in a special pouch. And then the third one. This will be at a 15, including your training and what Josh is giving you. Including my training. Okay. It's a 9 with my two free levels of effort. I'm going to bring that down to a with a third level of effort. Okay. <sighs> okay. Roll a two again. So I'm going to do a quick uh, uh, 99 on the um, probability cube's previous depletion. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to use the probability cube again. It's an 11. Excellent. 17 on the depletion roll. Okay. So now you have all three elements that you need for fabricating the builder course. Oh, right. Back to the fabrication room. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess this is your first time, Nix, but we're we're going to go back to the fabrication room. Oh, yeah, I'll follow you. Looking at the map, is there... Can Dilly figure out if there's, like, a, a second fabrication... Or, like, are all the fabrication rooms kind of the same? There are some that vary, but you get the impression the ones that vary were ones that might have been altered by previous rites, like the so-called doll maker. Okay, okay. Then... Daily will look at the map and go to an unblemished fabrication room or what looks like it would be one. Basically, Daily's trying to avoid Garrus and not step on his toes. Okay, since you're looking at the map and specifically trying to avoid him, I don't think that's a problem. So you get to a fabrication room and you can have it start working on the builder cores. Now, Samson. Okay. Because I love you. Okay. Remember, you described yourself as gentle at the beginning of the episode, so. Mm hmm. I better stick to canon. I know. Give me a 21 crafting of narrow. Oh, just 21? 
18, 15, 12. With Ref Bilter, my tier 6 ability. Oh, two or three levels of efforts, trained in crafting, expert crafter. This is a freebie. Okay. If Nyx is willing to be legless for a couple hours, you will be able to build Nyx's extender leg. You will be able to turn your pew-pew gun into a double shot, and the Bodrov builder cores will complete. All in the same room? All in the same room. All right. Dilly will relay all that to Nyx and Cha-Cha. So how do you feel about uh, fighting on hard mode for a couple hours? Um, I guess this isn't really an option, is it? Well, I can, we, I can get it all done here. So, mm. Nyx, any opinions? You're like... Yeah. Uh, I would have an opinion if I had been paying attention, Dilly. <laughs> can you repeat? Fair enough. All right. Um, so... I got everything I need here to basically have the builder cores get built in the next few hours, and then also I have time to do my double shot and your extended leg, but you are going to be out, be without a leg for just a handful of hours. Oh, why do you think we're going to fight? Dilly just gestures to the foundry at large, just the general. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll fight on hard mode. Excellent. All right. Nix immediately switches to her crutch fighting routine, practice routine, over in the corner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Stace, I need you to write this down. Your new leg has an additional ability that you can activate, mm. which allows you to do kick attacks with it up to short range. <laughs> Fuck yeah. When you use it for an attack, it depletes in 1d20. The whole leg? No, just the attack. If the attack depletes, it, like sort of zaps back up into a leg but then can't be deployed anymore in this particular attack okay. style. And it, when you do that short range attack, it is a base level of six damage, so it's a heavy weapon to start with before any of your bonuses. <laughs> and it is effectively an unarmed melee attack. Yeah, so do eight. Yeah. Also, I realized, uh, Daniel, I had not been applying any of my unarmed specialization, but I will change that. Oh my god. Next time. It all worked out. <laughs> this stuff is getting built. Like, all these machines are moving around, constructing things. Like, you detach Nix's leg and it's working on those. It finishes these build cores, and you realize that while the build core itself should be huge, there's a part of the design, once again, signed by Aestus, that collapses it all into roughly a cubic foot mm-hmm. that can then be taken into a builder and then unpacked. Dope. But there is something else you notice in the design as it's building it. And this marker is also signed with a rights indication from Carlisle. Mm-hmm. And it converts the builder's base functionality into something more combative. It essentially allows somebody to drive it like an anime map. Yes! Yes. And this is just one? It's going to build, like, so you've got enough equipment, you know that there are at least three builders that are still there with enough functionality to operate. Cool, cool, cool. Dilly has enough material to get three of these cores built? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's, like, no... Like, they synthesized materials were your only restraint, and you made mm-hmm. those. 
and everything else there seems to be shitloads of in all these fabrication rooms. Excellent. Guys, we're going to have a kaiju battle. Kaiju. We're going to kaiju it up. All right. So yeah, Dilly is gleeful, but haggard. Dilly. Hey. I would like to offer you an oh, XP. Hey, let's take it. Who will you give the other XP to? I gave last one to Stace, so next one goes to Cha-Cha. Yay. Well, Dilly, as you see this fabrication unit work on all these designs, it occurs to you that you could build almost anything you can imagine here. Like, given time, anything you want can happen. And this seems to be completely separate from everything else. This is the workshop of your dreams. Mm -hmm. And you hear Aster in your head. There's an opportunity here for you to be free of me. An opportunity to build something, you mean? Something that will separate us? In part, I've been thinking about Race's journal. Is what? His journal, his notebook. Did we ever? Did our characters ever get that or see that? Yes, you did. Took it off his dead body. I believe you. I just don't remember it. Or did Nyx take it? Did Nyx take? Because Nick was it Nyx? No, Dilly. Has I it. do. Oh yeah. fuck! Dilly's been putting it out of his mind because he doesn't like Race. Even dead. Damn. Damn. Race has a partial algorithm for separating Astro from Dilly, but it's only partial because he doesn't know Dilly well mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, I think Dilly like is confused, just like, what? I don't have his notebook. I Oh, hold on. Wait. Pulls it out and then like actually like starts genuinely looking, genuinely looking through it and paying attention. Okay. Yeah. Race has a pretty elaborate algorithm mapped out here. He doesn't have enough markers. Like he notes it in his algorithm. He doesn't have enough markers to for sure differentiate Aster from Adilbrin. Mm-hmm. But it definitely requires a nano to channel things like it's not like a device thing it requires something with sentience to provide the channeling and differentiation effect (laughs) once uh dilly realizes that he freezes and then says to aster you realize what we need to make this work right the dilly slowly turns his head to look at cha-cha that's why i haven't mentioned it until now shit but i trust her She's always been kind to me. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see if we can fill out some of this. Because we are Dilly and Aster, can they kind of fill in the markers that uh, Race was missing? Maybe. Give me... I know what you'll choose. You could argue either understanding or crafting. Oh, obviously crafting. I have all the stuff in it. So it is a crafting of 27 to start. Yep. Astra is helping you, so that brings it down to a 24. <sighs> is this a kind of crafting role that tools would be a- applicable to? Tools will not help you with this. You're developing an algorithm. Okay. So is that 25 with Astra's help? It's 24 with Astra's help. 24. Yes. I know how to subtract three. Okay. So. It is funny how, like, the cipher system is really just, like, increments of three, but we all struggle with it. it it's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> All right, maybe this would be easier in like a difficulty steps. Twenty-four is uh, what difficulty? Is that like a eight? So eight minus three is five, and then because I have rapid builder, that brings it down three steps. Two free levels of effort brings it to a three. Expert crafter, I get a freebie under four, so freebie. Okay, you have an algorithm that you think Cha Cha could use to try to 
separate you. You need a vessel mm-hmm. for Astra to go into. Yes, I do. Look at all those adorable tiny dolls. Dilly is kind of- the pressure in your cheekbone strengthens and your vision blurs for a moment. Guys, we gotta purify this ASAP because I'm going to turn into a mandible monster. Unless yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys I have know. like some solutions. Oh, to the mandible thing? Yeah. Surgery? I mean, I'd be open to it if it was free. Uh, <laughs> or we could just like purify this fire ASAP. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's uh, let's do that. Chaja, could you uh, could you humor me on something for a little bit? Maybe. I have a way. We have a way. Esther and I have a way of separating us using um, some of the stuff that Race figured out. Do you think you could follow this? And Dilly will show the algorithm to Chacha. Think you could, could uh, complete this ritual upon us and put Aster in here, and Dilly will pull out the uh, metal mind. Um. So you could put it in the metal mind, but if you're just going to put it in the metal mind without any kind of structure around it, Aster will probably resist you. Structure as in oh. legs and arms and stuff. Some sort of body yeah. that he can interact with. He's not going to accept being imprisoned in a metal mind in your pocket. That's totally perfect because I have an idea. So, just because it's not as cool as Nix's extended leg, Dilly also got his uh, double shot pew pew gun, right? Cool. Yes. <laughs> so, then while um, Cha Cha is looking over that, just read over that. Just tell me what you think. Can Dilly attach the multi tool arms and the double shot pew pew gun to the metal mine so it's like a little spider tank? Mm. And also, if this works out, can this be my level four follower that I get as a Ooh. tier six, right? Yes and no. <gasps> You can build this follower. I'm going to give me a crafting Numenera roll of 18. With all my stuff, that's a freebie. I have one, two, three, four, five, six assets on any crafting rolls automatically. So, Okay. You build this device. It is a metal mind with these multi-tool arms. It's like a sort of like four-legged spider in the way it moves. Yay. It is definitely a follower. It has a very simple consciousness in that sense. And you're also aware that it's not something you could transfer Astra to, but I will offer you an XP. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Who will we give the other XP to? Next. It's raining XP from Samson. Right? Thank you. Nice. There is an opportunity here with the Metal Mind and the Fabrication Unit to build something more fitting of Astra that he would accept. But it still requires that algorithmic filtering Okay, on Cha-Cha's part. All right. Quick question. Did the double shot pew-pew gun go on the follower? If you want it on the follower, it can be there. I absolutely want it on the follower. <laughs> okay. So you can take the pew-pew off your inventory. It's part of your follower. Yes. Now. I love this guy. All right. So yeah, I'm... This is Dilly's moment. I, I know, I know. So I imagine Wolchacha is going over the algorithm, trying to make sense of it, and Dilly is quickly throwing together this little uh, spider guy. Aster probably cuts him. It's just like, that's... I'm not... No, absolutely not. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And then ap- and then they quickly discuss, like, using the fabrication room to build something. What does Aster want? Mm, that's a good question. Give me a social roll. 15. Oh, cool. 12, 9, with my two free levels of effort... I am going to re-roll a three. There's my probability engine cube. Okay. 
That is a 17. Excellent. Better than the 6. Go ahead and roll depletion for me. Uh, 72. Astra provides a design. And what's notable about the design is that while it has some of the offensive capabilities of a Reaper, more importantly, there is an emphasis on dexterity in the ability to design and build. And Dilly, you realize on some level this new design that Astra is proposing is some sort of blend of the Reaper design and you. Are you? Are you sure you want all of this? This seems... I mean, I feel like we're kind of bending the rules of uh, your protectorate by building a body using the foundry. And you remember you said that you're not... Protectorate's not really a fan of the foundry. Doesn't this seem like it's kind of... Really? Are you sure? Give me a social roll of nine. It's a three with my stuff. Cocked. That's a three. All right, this dice is going to go... Just rest over here real quick. I know what I want to be. I want to be able to create new things like you do. I want to be something that I hope someday you respect. Possibly for the last time, Dilly's going to look for the lie in what Astra just said. Give me a social role of, because you've had Astra in your head for a long time now, I'm going to give you two assets on this. So it is a 12. 12 with those assets? 12 with those assets, but before any free levels of effort or anything you do on your part. Yep. So that's a six of my free levels of effort. I shit you not, natural 20. I shit you not. Hell yeah. And I changed the dice. So yes, thank you, Knight's Hope. Die hard dice. Go buy their dice. Buy our dice too. Natural 20. Oh my God. So you're definitely going to get the impression of whether this is truth or a lie. The answer is Astra is not lying at all. He is utterly sincere. And you can tell that on some level it hurts him to say this. What would you propose has a major effect? I think the only major effect that I need from this is that Daily trusts Astra as like a has his own entity, not just like some arm of the protectorate, whatever that is. Whatever time cop fuckery that is okay to be fair that is your choice as a player running a character like you don't need a major effect for that i so i would disagree i think dilly does need a did need a major effect or something like that to start seeing aster is not manipulating him anymore if you need something else that's fine but i i needed the major effect for that to happen okay so you have a clear plan Mm -hmm. for this to happen it will give Cha-Cha two assets in instructing the Fabricator to do this for you. Cha-Cha, it is now a 12, including the two assets that Dilly's giving you. You're specialized, which makes it a 6. And then I'm going to use a free level of it for making it a 3? Mm-hmm. I got a 10. I just wanted to roll it for shits and giggles. <laughs> I mean, if I got that one, it'd be awesome. So Cha-Cha... This will require you to channel between Dilly and Astra, helping separate the two of them as the fabricator builds this body. So you begin this process. It's going through and you're sorting through, like, what's Dilly as far as, like, what he builds, who he is, his personality versus Astra. In some ways, you're well positioned for this because 
I feel like of the three of you, you might understand Astrid the best. Much better than Dilly. Yeah. I think Cha-Cha is also aware on some level about the bleed between the two, the areas where Dilly has become more confident or even like some who don't have a lot of distinction might say aggressive. So I think this makes it after your specialization and all the other assets a nine. So it's an intellect before you apply any effort. Yes, I'm at three level. I just love rolling these like playing for the lulls. Like yeah. accidentally giving Dilly the wrong person. Oh, nat 20. Ah, oh, damn. I was kind of hoping I ended up in the robot body. Dealing the robot body, Astro, that would have been fun. I mean, we could do it. I got it at 20. We could force it that way. I mean, it's whatever she wants in this case with this major (laughs) effect. You're definitely going to be able to separate the two of them and put them into a robotic body. The robotic body, despite what Dilly's original intentions were, will be a level eight. What would you propose as a major effect? Gotcha, take the wheel. Golly. No, that's... I can't do that. You said Aster's new body is level 8? The new body is level 8, so... Depends on where everybody else... Where people go. It's one of those things where I'm like, I'm debating what I want. And like, because like, there's things I want, but I'm like, I can't do that and like, force my choices on their characters, you know? Mm -hmm. I think this is the exact right moment to do that, though. Well, like, part of my soul is just like, what if we just like, don't sort... Dilly's hatred of Aster into either body. Just leave it in the void. Let the void have his anger. Mm-hmm. But like, if Samson doesn't want that, I'm not going to ask for that. I feel like that would kind of undercut the yeah. clutch nat 20. So I, I don't know. I, yeah, I think getting rid of that would feel... And what do you want to do? You've got a major effect. <sighs> it's very hard because I'm also trying to think, like, Gacha wouldn't put a kill switch on Aster's body. She wouldn't. Well, if you're trying to separate out some nastiness, maybe you could, like, lift some protectorate restrictions from Aster. Drop those in the void. What exactly are they restricting Aster from doing? Time bullshit. Take the cop heart out of the time cop. Oh my god, let's do that. <laughs> let's free Aster from all his chains. Okay. So that would mean Aster remains on the mechanical side of things, but he no longer has protectorate oversight. Pulled our boy out of the system. Okay. This automaton, it doesn't look like a Reaper. It's got Reaper-ish qualities and partial shadow, but it also has these strangely dexterous limbs and this almost, like, echo that maybe Dilly and Nyx wouldn't necessarily notice it. But Chacha, you can see this echo in its movements that almost looks humanoid, even if its shape doesn't completely match. And Dilly... For the first time in so long, it's quiet inside your head, utterly quiet. Something you hadn't noticed before, like for months of this, where you felt like there was always this other presence, even if they weren't talking. And all of a sudden, you're alone. But this mechanical figure steps towards you, and they say in Astra's voice, I know it doesn't really matter anymore but can i embrace you just the same um i think failing this weird emptiness dilly kind of does start crying but he's not like sobbing it's just like tears are coming out he's just like okay yeah 
why why is this ha- why is this happening? But he looks up to Aster and says, "Yeah, all right." Tilly gives him a hug. Aster embraces you, and you feel, even though you know it's just metal holding you, there's still some level of you that interprets it as warmth. And as you guys part, this automaton looks at you. Its facial features, not the same, but echoes of your own. You can see it in the nose and the chin. And it says to you out loud, and both Nix and Chatra can hear this. We've got work to do. Let's free your people. Yeah. And that's where we'll end this episode. Nice. Let's fucking go. Holy shit. Say something about this episode. Well, I always love dilly time. You know, the crafting stuff. But it's And so it's totally the leg. It's it's Nix's whip leg, you know? Mm-hmm. She's just going to mm-hmm. rotate her hip and wha-bam, in the face. Sick as fuck. Thank you, Samson. Thank you, Daniel. Mm-hmm. I love the new ability. Mm. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for it. Me too. I'm very excited for you to like fight a little bit in the giant robot and then like fly out of the top of it. Extendo leg. Probably in the last kill on Buddy Cop. Or just like bar fight in the future. Just like casually standing at the bar and then someone's fucking up behind you and you just like kick back your leg like a horse. You just like, whap them. <laughs> from 20 feet away. Like an Edgar Wright movie, like your leg is always coming off of like off screen, like <laughs> yes, <from> somewhere. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> mm. That's awesome. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listeners, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I thought about it, and I'm going to do Dwarf Romantic. You're going to do like what? Dwarf Romantic game. Does sound like a weird sex position. <laughs> You're gonna need to send me that in text because I'm still not parsing it. Yeah, me. it's not spelled right either. Like I'm just gonna say that right now. It's not spelled right. Anyway, it's this super fun, chill puzzle game. And it's just like Samson was going on about how cool it was because of physics or something and AI. Some bullshit. (laughs) So it's a tile puzzle game where you're just like building like a city and you rotate the tiles and connect the pieces and you just keep going however you want. If you want, you can do it in a like smart point earning way. Mm. Like, you know, connect the forest so you get a bigger forest. Or, you know, make your town bigger or make it all aesthetically pleasing and shit. Or you can just, like, chaos goblin it and just be like, okay, fuck it, you're living next to a... But I really enjoy it because it's, like, a nice, fun, cozy game to just, like, head empty, only puzzles. Like, it's not thinking hard at all when you just need a vibe and it's really relaxing music. And, like, I just, like, zone out for hours and it's weird. Oh, yeah. What do you think is beyond just like being relaxing? What is the most appealing part of the game for you? The aesthetics. Like, I'm unfortunately super into like the visual aspects of games. Like, it could be the best game in the world, but if I don't like it aesthetically, I'm not fucking playing it. And it's, it's a very beautiful game. And just seeing the towns mm. and the forest grow, it's just so pretty and relaxing. Fuck, get on that cozy game grind. I have it for the Switch. And what what are the puzzles like? Is it like build a city with this population? Nope. Here's a volcano you have to deal with. You just have like 
let's say 30 tiles, put the tiles down. Does it oh. rotate them? Put them how you want. You can try and get as many points as you want, or you could just like slap them all down and be like, fuck it. Oh, okay. So you can go for points or go for aesthetic, whatever you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that as in gatekeep based on skill. Yeah. But still allows. Oh, apparently that's a German word for village romanticization. Mm. It's cottage core of the game. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Windows only. Sad. <laughs> Steal the switch, Daniel. Do it. Steal the switch. It's so hard when my daughter is playing all her new Christmas games. Just get a Windows emulator. Oh, what is it? Steam st- Steam Deck? <laughs> oh, yeah. You get drop $800 on a Steam Deck. Yeah. That's an option. Yeah, exactly. but it's basically a switch <laughs> plus a PC plus uh, other things. Yeah, I know. I know I'd enjoy it more if I had a Steam Deck. I just can't justify spending $800 on something random right now. Me either. Okay, well, cool. If people wanted to tell us what they think of Dwarf Romantic or podcasts, how would they do that, Samson? Well, shit. Come to our website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you'll see all our socials. On Twitter, we are at explorerswanted. On Instagram Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice.Camp. But honestly, just come to our Discord, ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord, and talk about all the video games and movies and plants and animals and memes and any everything under the sun and below it and behind it. I don't know. Also, if you'd like to support us and it is within your means, Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted. Best place to do it. Or use our Dice Philly code with Die Hard Dice, Explorers Wanted. Get 10% off your order. If you can't support us financially, we totally understand. Honestly, the best thing you can do is tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing is to leave us a five-star rating or review on a podcast directory. That makes a huge difference for people checking out the show. And if you didn't like the show, or if you just thought it was bad, well... Do you know that you have a secret admirer? It's true. They told me they saw you today, and you looked so adorable. They could just eat you up. And now that I think about it, they just might. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon at Daniel at Andrelik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. You can find me at Slam Potato on Twitter and at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. I just still can't get over the fact that that's a German word. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm real to unicorn on Twitter and do with a unicorn on Twitch. All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whatever you listen to this. And bye. bye. bye.